0: high of the world headquarters of Southeastern Fly. This is the Southeastern Fly podcast. Subscribe or follow wherever you listen to your podcast. If you find value in this episode and want to give back, drop by the Southeastern Fly store and then just simply make a purchase of a hat or a T-shirt. And what, what is this about today? So these are questions from the Rower's Bench again. So this is our mid-month visit and mm-hmm. First question was from Anonymous. Uh, I got this secondhand, actually. Uh, and it's somebody that listens to the podcast, obviously, because they had said, Hey, David, I I thought you were going to call these episodes uh, the mailboat episodes. And somewhere along the way, I changed my mind and went from, from the mailboat episodes to questions from the rower bench. And they want to know why I did that. And that is because I just somehow decided to do that. And that's what I've done. So... That's a pretty easy question. I didn't didn't really give it much thought. I just started thinking, I guess, along those lines. And generally, the questions come from when I'm sitting in the rowers bench. So, that's probably a little bit more accurate of a description of what these should be. So, that's where we are. And don't be surprised if I don't change it again, because that's just the way I am. My fishing is very much the same way. If I find something that I don't like, I'll change it. But... Uh, normally, that's going to be in the presentation, not the title or something. But anyway, we're doing that. We're doing it that way right now. And if I try, decide to change it later down the line, I will let you know, uh, or you can just figure it out as you listen to these things. So I, did, I do need to know if these short episodes are helping. Uh, I would like to hear if you've got if you've gained some knowledge from these. And don't mind just shooting me an email, dropping me a text, sending me a smoke signal, whatever you want to do. I'd like to know if they're helping you. Probably some of this information for the anglers that have been around a while, it may be a little repetitive for you. But hopefully for the newbies, uh, they're just getting into this and getting your feet wet, so to speak. There's a dad joke for you. And some of the intermediate folks, hopefully those are helping and my, as far as the folks that have been around a while, the seasoned anglers, let's say, uh, that have been fishing for a while, hopefully this will trigger something in you to uh, go back and try something. Probably you've already tried some of these before, but maybe it'll it'll rekindle an old flame for you and get you to go back and and uh, work on something maybe that you had forgotten it that, that uh, you had put in your put that arrow in your quiver and you've left it there. and Maybe you want to get that thing dusted out, dusted off. Get it out of the quiver, dust it off, and uh, put it to use and see if it's, see how it works. So that's kind of my goal here is just to do these short 15 minute or so presentations and, and hopefully help somebody. So if, you, if they are helping, just, you know, we can get on our, uh, Get on the Facebook page that is Fly Fishing Podcast by Southeastern Fly on Facebook if y'all are in that. If they're helping you, just let me know. Drop in, drop me a message, something. Just let me know somehow if they're helping. That would be awesome because you sit behind the microphone and you really don't know unless somebody tells you if you're doing any good or not. So want want to hopefully I'll be, hopefully I'm helping. So we're going to focus on one question, but bro- break it up into three parts today. So Don asked me the it's been a while it's probably been a month because I've taken some time off just to relax and Don had asked me back who probably in maybe before thanksgiving i think somewhere in there it hasn't been super long time but it's been a, over a month probably Don is is, is kind of a, almost an almost intermediate probably intermediate fisherman and he said hey with streamer season coming up which that's a loose term streamer season in the winter is is a way that we tend to fish on the tailwaters uh but anyway that's what that's what don's going to do mostly this year is he's going to work uh, on his streamer game a little bit he said if you were me what would you work on uh to be a better streamer angler and we had this we had a discussion about it and when i came out of that i thought of some things that i didn't talk to to don about uh, so, and I know he listens, Don, this one's probably for you, but I think it actually will help a lot of us. It's going to help me because I have, uh, been working on the boat and it's getting pretty close to being ready to go back in the water. So I'll be back. Hopefully I'll get some time to fish for myself because it's skipjack season and that's something you all know I love to do, but, uh, but Don wanted to know, what what, what would you work on if, if if you were going to work on your streamer game? And I sat down and I thought, well, all right. The conversation that I had with him had a couple things in it. But more specifically, uh, I left a couple things out that I want to circle back around and I want to bring everybody up to speed on. So here we go. So the first thing I would do, and we talked about this, but I'll rehash it, is you want to find out what's swimming in the water. So what is it that's swimming? Is it crawfish maybe, you know, that's probably a little cool for those for most of those, but there' you, you'll probably find some. Uh, but we're gonna go with bait fish patterns kind of to start off with, you know, what's swimming. And when you find what's swimming, you'll find some bait fish. they'll generally be more than one. Uh, they'll be swimming in kind of a pack, I guess, or a, they'll be swimming in a school. And then you're going to want to try to get a profile of them. Now, what I mean by profile is about how long, about how tall, about how wide. But two other things really that I look for is one's what the tail, look? what's the tail look like? Is it more fork, more flat? So more fork like a, I don't know, skipjack or shad uh, or more flat like uh, the back of a, tail end of the tail of the trout. And then you look at the front of it and say, All right, is it more of a pointy head or is it more of a rounded head? Uh, I'm sure there's a technical term for that 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 isn't going to help or hurt us here. But So when you get to profile, it's not just, hey, how long is that? All right, let's build something and put it out there. It's color and it's profile. And profile are those things, the length, the height, the width, the profile of the front or the slope of the front, of the nose, and the the tail. Is it forked? Is it is it flat? Definitely color, but you all know that we go through the color wheel quite a bit from light to dark, to a little darker, to a little lighter, to a little darker, to a little lighter, until you end up in the middle or you go home, one of the two. So that's what we're looking for as far as what's swimming in the water. You get an idea of what it is and what it looks like, and then you can dig around in your box or, in my case, sometimes uh, around the floor of the boat and you'll find something that's worth throwing. So and then you want to know when I saw what it was, the the what was swimming in the water, when I saw it the bait fish, let's say, what level was it swimming at? Was it down on the bottom, kind of slicking around? or was it more in the middle of the water water column? or was it floating on top? Well, wh- which ones are those was it? And where was it in the water? If it's swimming around on the bottom, chances are it's going to have more of a a down-sloped nose or a sucker type of uh, mouth where it's sucking stuff up off the water bottom. Uh, If it's in the middle, it may be more gamey fish looking. Uh, If it's dead, you get to just scoop those up and take a look at them. So those are the things that we want to look at as far as uh, what's swimming or i.e. not swimming in the water. So... What about our retrieve? So if you're looking at something swimming in the water and you can get your eyeballs on it, and that's going to mean stopping, uh, maybe if you're in a boat pulling over, uh, just kind of settling down and watching in the water to see what's kind of going by. Or if you're floating, get out of the fast water a little bit, just see what's in there. Or you may already know what's in there. If you're waiting, it may mean, you know, taking a step back to the bank and and uh, just just looking down in the water. Need polarized glasses for this of another good resource for what's going on out there, the fly shops that uh, service those waters in those areas. They know, uh, they get a lot of information. Some they can pass on and some they've probably promised not to. But you can uh, you can get a lot of information there too. But know your environment, know what kind of fish it, or, or bait fish it is that you're looking for. So what about your retrieves and covering water now? Let's talk about covering water before I go any further. And just let me say this. Covering water does not mean going as fast as you can possibly go to get from one place to the another, another and fishing your way down to it. That's not what I'm saying. Covering water means not sitting in one place, moving, but not too fast, uh, obviously not too slow. You know, if you're waiting, you can... Cast a couple times, step down a couple steps, three-quarter downstream, three-quarter upstream, however you want your presentation to go, or straight across like a bass fisherman, straight into the bank, however you want to do it. But make sure that you take different approaches but are on the move some. Now, once you get a couple of of uh, hits, drive-bys, eats, whatever you're getting – then you'll know that, all right, I'm on to something here. So if you're fishing more upstream uh, and you're moving upstream and you get a couple hits, all right, well, I know that presentation's working now. I need to dial in color. Maybe I need to go a little smaller, maybe a little bigger. Maybe my profile is not exactly right. Maybe my color is not exactly right. Maybe my retrieve is not exactly right. But if you're getting a little action, then you know, okay, I'm on. I'm, I'm getting into the zone here and it's different each day i mean it, it truly is uh maybe it's uh maybe they're just not hungry for something you know maybe they want a reese cup instead of a steak which that'd be a hard toss up for me but maybe they're uh maybe they're after one certain type of bait fish or something in the water uh like a bait fish and they're just not interested in something else so you just kind of you got to work with them and that retrieve is a big, big part of that presentation. We we talk it all the time, that presentation is a big deal. And one thing you can do as far as speed goes, you can, we call it walk, 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 jog, 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 run, run, run. But it's not just that, it's walk, jog, run, jog, walk. So it's, you wanna go from slow to fast and then back down to slow. And are they eating as a speed up or are they eating as a slow down? These are some things that you're getting. Now you're fine-tuning. You're into the fine tuned mode now, usually. And if you can get enough presentations out there and get a long enough cast to cover that water that we're talking about, that's another way of covering water is a little bit longer cast, covers more water. You get more time to, to uh, walk, jog, run, jog, walk. So that's another thing that helps. And another thing that you can do is go back – to your first step of finding out what's swimming in the water and say all right about what speed was it moving if you could see some stuff in the water moving about what about what pace was it on uh, now if you step right into it and you're you know you spook it then it's probably running. but if you're able to observe it uh, and just kind of look and see what's going on down on the bottom or in the middle of the water column and find out what those different types of uh, uh, of bait are doing and you can you can uh, mimic that speed. You're going to have some luck there. So just, like I said, a couple things, some things to think about here uh, to 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 get your streamer, streamer game on. Uh, another thing is water types. So a couple things to think of there. Ambush fish. So a fish that's eating other fish is, A, it's going to grow a little quicker because it's getting all the calcium in the bones and all that stuff uh, from its prey. So they're going to grow a little quicker. But you you'll notice that a lot of times a smaller fish will eat uh, a streamer of, you know, maybe not exactly the same size, but close enough to where you say it out loud. Wow, I can't believe that fish ate that streamer because they're, you know, it's real close to the size of the fish. So those fish have a different agenda, let's say, and, and they're more predator fish. They're more into ambush. And that sort of thing, or maybe they're just really hungry because it's cold. And they're gonna they're gonna do a one and done for the day. They're gonna eat something with, with a lot of uh, protein in it, and then they're gonna be done for the day. Whatever the case, is your those those predator fish. I'm talking trout here. I'm talking smallmouth. Everything's a, can those can be a predator fish. Not everything can be a predator predator fish. I don't want to don't send me an email for that, but. The predator fish, the ambush, they're going to go to the ambush. And then you have to look at the water types that you're that you're working through. Uh, if you're covering water, don't get hung up on, well, I caught one fish in this type of water, so now I'm just going to fish those uh those spots that have that type of water. If you catch three or four out of a type of water, then it's a pattern. Uh I think uh Henry Cowan said it best. One's an eight. Two's coincidence, three is a pattern, and you're looking for those patterns. I think that's the way you said it. I can't remember. But you're looking for those patterns and that'll dial you in. But covering water uh and water types is more about let me fish each type of water all the ways that I need to fish it to really get into that pattern. And then I can focus on those high value areas that I've I've deemed high value for the day. So I was just thinking, one good high value area for catching a lot of fish is right where the stocking truck has been. But the fish spread out pretty quick, so there's not a lot of stocking trucks going on on the waters that we fish. But the Tennessee uh, winter winter pro winter stocking program is going on, so you can uh, you can get your game on there too if you want to. But I'm kidding right there for all you purists out there. Which, speaking of purists, Linton, I'm not going to get too far into the backing on this one, but we've got a, an episode on stock trout coming up here in a month or so. It's going to be very interesting, and some of the purists are going to, you know, the top of their head's going to explode. But anyway, uh, look for that one to come out here probably in March, I think. Somewhere in there anyway. But uh, it's about stock trout, so that ought to be fun. But anyway, back to what we were talking about, the the faster water fish have to make a little faster decisions but I'm not saying don't go out there and say David said fish faster water because that is not what I said faster water the fish do have to make faster decisions but there's there's hungry fish in, in slack water too so don't don't think you just go out and hit that hit that fast water try all types try retrieves get get your retrieve down uh of what how you want to search for fish like I said we use a lot of times walk jog run and then jog and walk. so you're speeding up or slowing down, trying to figure out when those fish are going to eat or well, when they do eat faster water, they do have to make faster decisions, but they're not always in that fast water uh, where the where a, where a pool hits a shoal and that water slows down before it gets up on the shoal and speeds up before it funnels into that on onto that shoal, uh, a lot of times, the fish will sit there, and that is almost like one of the slowest parts of the river. And you'll see it hit. You'll see the fish l- kind of lean back there, uh, leaned up against. I like to say, leaned up against it, drinking a milkshake. Uh, but when your offering comes by, you know they may jump out there and grab it. So before it goes into a riffle at the end of the pool. And then after it comes off of that, fish that riffle, obviously. And then when it comes out of that riffle, that water slows back down as it drops into that next pool. So maybe they're sitting there, uh, check around big rocks, trees, stumps, blowdowns. That's a log that's been blown into the river and it's just laying there. Uh, Sometimes they'll be there for a day and not there the next day. And sometimes they'll be there for years. I've had a blowdown that was there that was in, uh, in the corner of a river one year, and I came along after a, a big generation push and didn't see it for six months. I swear it was at least six months. I was like, that log is gone. No, it had moved about a quarter mile down the river and planted itself in a deep hole, and we lost a huge rainbow on it because I didn't know it was there. So these logs and stuff, they'll move around there and, and you know, you'll just have to search them out as best you can. Always try to be looking. Uh, if you're in a boat and somebody says, wow, is that a good log? Well, there's not really always a bad log, but if it's a log, if somebody says something about a log that hasn't been there before or nobody's mentioned before, it may be worth standing up out of the rower seat and taking a look. If you're waiting uh, and you come up on a log uh, usually, your foot will be the first to find it if you don't see it, uh, and hopefully, you don't go head over tea kettle and and uh, and float your hat or anything. But it, you know, usually, it is your foot that finds it first. So be careful. Be careful out there, like they said on the whatever TV show that was. You know, take notice of that, and then the next time you come back, you can fish to that log before you walk into it. So lots of little good little things. Knowing your water is critical a good place to start on the day is where you left off what was working last time you were here. So, you know, what, what, was working last time I was here is a good place for me to go, all right, I'm going to start that. And for example, I was fishing more upstream with my presentation. I was standing, standing and then fishing upstream with my presentation and I was ripping it back, you know, just as fast as I could, like fleeing bait fish, fleeing downstream. Uh, trying to get away from the, from the bear. You know, run downhill, never run uphill, Uh, because the bear will probably get you before you, whenever you run out of gas. Anyway, so that's the way I, I, maybe I had some luck that way last time I was here. So start there. Don't ever be afraid to start there, but don't be afraid to get off of that cycle as well. If, you know, don't spend your whole day on a, on a, Program or a plan that worked last week because conditions may have changed, and you may not even notice the conditions. Very often, everything looks super similar on the river, but there could be a little change in temperature, air pressure, uh, air pressure like a tire in, in uh, barometric pressure. There could be some small change to you that's a big change to the fish. So just keep that in mind. Don't get tuned into one thing. Don't listen to one thing on this podcast and say, that's the way I'm going to do it. Take it all into account. Make a plan. Work your plan. Hey, and some days it's going to be on fire. And some days you're going to be a superhero with a zero. You just don't ever know until you get out there and try. But anyway, uh, Don, I can't think of anything else that I missed that we didn't talk about. I think I kind of rehashed our conversation and then added a few things to it. But like I said, if these things are helping you, please let me know. That'd be awesome if you'd let me know, you know, that they're that they're helping or hurting or anything that you want to hear, any topics or places you want to hear about, uh, that'd be awesome too. So Well, all right. So that covers the streamer angle for the day. And let's talk winter streamers. And subscribe or follow uh, this podcast so you'll know be the first to know when an episode drops. If you find value in the podcast and want to support the work we do, stop by southeasternfly.com. We just revamped the website a little bit. Uh, It's more streamlined. Uh, Click on the store and uh, consider purchasing a hat or a t-shirt to get a free decal if you do that. This was uh, an episode of Southeastern Fly, and you just listened to questions from the rowers bench. See you next time.